welcome to the wise cast by sundaram mutual good evening friends uh, this is sunil subramaniam from uh, sundaram mutual i just want to share with you my uh, quick uh, takeaways from the uh, union budget that was presented by uh, nirmala sitaraman earlier today so overall uh, i know that the markets have not reacted very well to the budget today but i think that is more of a, a correction effect uh, on the announcement of the fact that uh, many equity companies would have to dilute their public shareholding from the 25% to the 35% level so that is a reaction knee jerk reaction of the market but overall in order to evaluate the budget uh, let us remember one thing that this is a budget which is in present at a very different time of the year in terms of the month of july as opposed to normally in the month of february so to that extent the year has already passed and uh, you know we have already seen the data for the past which is uh, quite uh, the you know concrete data available as well as the fact that the economic survey was already published yesterday so given that and the fact that uh, uh, this is a government which has a strong majority uh, the market naturally had a bit of expectation that uh, the government's uh, programs would be put forward in a very forthright manner i think the government has stayed away from any big bang uh, reforms and that could also have been a reason for the market's uh, uh, reaction as we speak but uh, on evaluating the budget on a broader number of parameters i find that uh, the finance minister has done a very balanced and a very good job in terms of addressing some of the key factors that uh, uh, were there in concerns in the run up to the budget now the first thing is that uh, i think the budget has put the agenda back on infrastructure i think there have been a whole slew of announcements across agri infrastructure rural housing uh, you know roads and uh, gramin yojanas and everything so i think the budget within the constraints of the income that the government has has enough fair enough job of allocating money to infrastructure and stayed away from any bold populist moves that's the first point on which i'm happy about the budget the second thing about the budget is that the uh, slated fiscal deficit number remains at 3.3 which should give a great source of comfort to foreign investors and rating agencies on the government's commitment to fiscal prudence if you look at the fine print which has come out on how the government proposes to achieve this 3.3 i see that the two major sources of revenue are a 90000 crore dividend from the rbi and a 1 lakh crore disinvestment program I think the 90,000 crore dividend is not an issue the, because pretty much I think there would have been agreement between government and RBI on that. On the 1 lakh crore disinvestment, I think the government uh, uh, is reasonably optimistic on this front, but there's no reason for us to believe that it will not happen. What are some of the moves in the budget meant to help that happen? I would say first is that uh, I think CPSC ETFs, among other ETFs, are probably going to be given ELSS uh, taxation benefit. so that should lead to increased retail participation second is that uh, in terms of number of companies available for sale also the government by putting a new rule that with counting the 51% cap that the government intends to retain holdings by other government related entities would also count towards that means that the flexibility of the government to offer much more shares to the public is also increased consequent to this i don't feel that there is going to be a challenge i think uh, 80 85% of this number should be achieved so i think that and the buoyancy in the tax collection expected because i think the government the 1 per 1 rupee increase in the excessivity on petrol should help bolster the government's finances and i think that overall i think uh, even if the fiscal deficit turns out to be say 3.4 into 3.3 i'm not unduly worried because the expenditure is on the right uh, um, areas such as infrastructure investment the other major thing where the government has done a lot of steps to address it through small moves but spread across is the nbfc sector i think they've addressed the 
uh, liquidity concern by allowing banks to lend more by providing a backstop. And very soon after the budget, the RBI has already released a circular by which about 1,35,000 crores of additional liquidity could be made available by the banking system to the NBFCs. The second is that the government has also given a tax break uh, for uh, affordable housing of additional 2 lakhs, which increases the total tax breaks to 3.5 lakhs. So those people who haven't bought a house to buy a house up to 45 lakhs, uh, especially in the non-metro and the semi-urban areas where at 45 lakhs you can get still a decent house. I know this money doesn't mean much in, a, in an urban agglomeration. Would give a boost to the housing finance sector. The third step around this front is the, the move to remove regulatory guidelines over the powers over the housing finance sector from the NHB to the RBI, which would enable RBI to bring a parity in terms of how housing finance is regulated with the banking system and with the NBFC system, which is very positive for the sector. <coughs> so overall, I think over a period of time, you see the NBFC sector getting healthier and more liquidity being provided. So the other aspect of the, of the budget which stood out is the strong push towards electric vehicles. Now, this is something I think I'm happy that the government with a longer term commitment and taking a world leadership status as far as alternative energy is concerned has made these strong statements and has given a interest rate tax breaks for loans for EVs, has given a lot of tax benefits for companies putting up EV capex. So while this may not immediately result in anything, but incremental capex in the auto industry will definitely now be along the EV lines. And I think it's a very healthy, long-term, sustainable growth move, which I think is a big positive from this government. So overall, uh, uh, without going into much other details, so what I'd like to summarize the budget is that with all of this infra-related spending that the, it has been proposed, you know, there's rural roads, uh, there's railway, and one of the key things here is this public-private partnership proposed on the real infrastructure capex for the railways. The railways, as we all know, has a huge land bank along the railway lines and along the stations. And I think this, I think something similar to a model of PPP was applied by Mr. Modi in Gujarat. And you can now see the implementation of that in a much wider scale. And I think that will give a big boost. So the key factor then remains that why, what is the rating that I would give the budget? And I would like to rate it at a 7 on 10, as I mentioned earlier. And the reason for that is that uh, while these announcements are very good and everything is, you know, uh, positive, the fact is that execution will remain the key. And this government in the second uh, term that it has got has to focus on making the execution happens, right? The other reason that uh, the, uh, the budget is I'm looking at a positive position is a lot of step on the FDI front, right? I think they're going to allow FDI in aviation, in insurance services, uh, media. And so I think that uh, Making India program really to succeed needs the FDI to come in. And I think that's what's going to lead to job creation. So I think follow through on the FDI, if that happens, will again create a lot of fresh infrastructure in the country. And I think that overall, if it, as a takeaway, I would say that uh, if you are investing with a three to five year perspective, I think the infra segment is the one that you need to participate. And depending on your risk appetite, if you are willing to take uh, you know, short term reactions of the market into account and wait for the long term gain, you can look at an infrastructure sectoral fund. If you want a more diversified portfolio with a decent allocation to infrastructure, I would recommend uh, small cap funds and smaller mid cap funds because the smaller the stocks go, the more they are correlated to the domestic economy and to infrastructure. So like that, to summarize, if you would like me to give a headline quote around the budget, I would say that the budget is very uh, supportive of the economy, but maybe markets are a bit apprehensive. And in that kind of a scenario, I think that every correction in the near term should be looked at as an opportunity to buy. 
One final point in terms of the market's reaction to this 25 to 35 percent uh, public holdings, right? So, you will see two, three types. One, it facilitates the government's own dilution program because wherever the government is now uh, given only 25 percent of the public, it can easily take give another 10 percent. Many of the MNCs which are in the small cap and mid cap listing sector because they have allowed only a 25 percent uh, uh, public holding to happen as per regulation, now we will have to purpose dilute additional 10 percent. This could initially lead to the fact that the extra supply will mean there could be a correction, but I am saying that overall that extra supply of good quality MNC owned companies for the retail investor is a very good opportunity to acquire those. Yes, bear in mind that some of those uh, corporations, global corporations could choose to take their company private in this period, in which case also existing holders of these companies would see a pop up in share prices. So I think beyond the initial reaction to that move by the, by the um, uh, markets, uh, I would say the markets can easily absorb the additional liquidity which is going to come from both this 25 to 35 percent dilution over the next few years as well as the additional shares of the public sector being made available through the investment. So I would say that the market should come back and put their focus back on the economy growth and the earnings and I think the budget will definitely help our country achieve the 8 percent uh, growth rate that is intended in the economic survey that was published yesterday. That being said, so, your asset allocation at this point of time bases the budget into the equity markets. I would say is that if you are holding a 3 to 5 year perspective, you should put about 55 to 60 percent over diversified mid and small caps and balance about 40, uh, 35 to 40 percent should be in the large cap space. Any uh, risk based asset allocation that you do, I would say you focus on the infrastructure space in the medium term. Right? Thank you very much and wish you happy investing. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully.